0: This is Radio Taiwan International.
1: Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Charlie Storer coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Taiwan's envoy Maurice Chang has arrived in Papua New Guinea to attend the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation or APEC Leaders Summit. Taiwan has been affirmed by members of the CPTPP for its Open Economy and Liberal Trade and Investment System. And the Ministry of Transportation has unveiled new measures to improve safety after a fatal train crash last month. first, today's top story. Taiwan's envoy Morris Zhang has arrived in Papua New Guinea to attend the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation, or APEC, Leaders Summit. Before leaving Taipei on Friday, Zhang said at the airport that he will present Taiwan in the best possible light at the event. This year's APEC Summit will be held in Papua New Guinea for the first time from November 17th to 18th. The theme is Harnessing Inclusive Opportunities, Embracing the Digital Future. Zhang said APEC is an important event as it offers a rare opportunity for Taiwan's envoys to meet global leaders face-to-face. Zhang also said Taiwan plays a crucial role whether economically or in innovation. He promised to do his best to seek benefits that he said Taiwan deserves. Jiang, the retired founder of chipmaker TSMC, will represent President Tsai Ing-wen at the event. While Taiwan is an APEC member, Taiwan's heads of state have been barred from attending due to pressure from China. Jiang also represented then-President Chen Shui-bian at the 2006 APEC summit in Vietnam. Taiwan has been affirmed by members of the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership, or CPTPP, for its open economy and liberal trade and investment system. That's according to the country's top trade negotiator, John Dung, on Friday. Dung attended the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Minister's meeting on Thursday, ahead of this weekend's APEX summit in Papua New Guinea. At the meeting, National Development Council Minister Chen Mei-ling shared Taiwan's experiences in the development of digital technologies. Deng said after the meeting that Taiwan's high degree of liberalisation was recognised by the signatory states. Taiwan has been seeking to join the CPTPP since its formation in March. The regional trade bloc is an attempt to salvage the former Trans-Pacific Partnership, or TPP, after the United States walked away from the pact in January. The signatory members represent a market of 500 million people and account for 13.5% of world trade. The Ministry of Transportation held a press conference on Friday to detail new measures to improve safety after a fatal train crash last month. On October 21st, a Puyuma express train derailed when it was rounding a bend in eastern Taiwan. The accident killed 18 people and left 190 injured. The investigation into the crash found that the driver only reported that he had turned off the Automatic Train Protection, or ATP, system minutes before the crash due to power problems. When it was reported, there was little urgency in the dispatcher's response. Transportation Minister Wu Hongmo said connection problems between ATP systems on all Puyuma Express trains and their remote control systems in the depots have been corrected. He said this means that the dispatch control room can have real-time information if the ATP is working normally and can be alerted if it is turned off. Wu also listed other measures aimed at improving the safety of trains. They include the enforcement of maintenance procedures, adjustment of train schedules, and the installing devices that will force the trains to slow down. Taiwan's efforts to teach farmers in Papua New Guinea how to grow rice and other crops have borne fruit since 2015, Taiwan's agricultural mission there has set up two farmer training centers in the country, with one in the capital, Port Moresby.
0: Although Taiwan and Papua New Guinea do not maintain former diplomatic relations, the government has been working to deepen ties with the country. Taiwan owns a small two-hectare farm there. Its agriculture mission offers training to 200 to 300 farmers per year about farming, cultivation and management. Local farmer Francis Sivi said he had learned about planting, cultivation, and transplantation from the mission. Besides rice, farmers also learned how to grow taro, sweet corn, and bitter gourd. With Taiwan's assistance, agriculture production has increased by half on average. The head of Taiwan's agriculture mission, Fang Zai-chiu, said Papua New Guineans used to eat rice mostly imported from Australia. But that has changed since Taiwan introduced its farming techniques, Fang said. Rice and taro have become main staples now. Paula Chell,
1: RTI News. The Ministry of Education has fined the University of Kang Ning one million Taiwan dollars. That's thirty-three thousand U.S. dollars for recruitment violations. The university is also banned from recruiting new students in the 2019 school year.
0: The university was found to have illegally brought in workers from Sri Lanka under the pretense of student recruitment. The ministry also found that the university had recruited students from continuing education into actual programs without proper procedure, a violation of the Private School Act. Deputy Education Minister Yao Li Do said the ministry has decided to fine the university and its CEO five hundred thousand New Taiwan dollars, or sixteen thousand five hundred U.S. dollars each, and to ban the institution from recruiting in the two thousand nineteen school year. Li Hui Ling, the university's acting president, said she respects the decision of the Education Ministry and that the university will work on fixing these oversights. Jake Chen,
1: RTI News. A section of the cross-island highway in central Taiwan has reopened to medium-sized bus traffic after being closed for 19 years. To lion dances and the sound of drums, buses took on passengers at the arch of Guguan in Taichung. They were given a personal send-off by Taichung mayor Lin Chia-long. The buses are bound for Lishan, way up in the central mountain range. They are the first to take the route since it was cut off by the devastating 921 earthquake of 1999. Before the reopening, it would take six hours to reach Lishan, either from Puli or Hehuanshan. Now it will take just an hour and a half from Guguan. Places are limited, however. Only three buses a day will operate the route in either direction between Guguan and Lishan. Each can carry up to 20 passengers who will need to have made an online booking in advance. A steam locomotive named Dougal is set to go on display in Jai County at the 2018 Sugar Cultural Festival next month. The locomotive, on loan from the Welsh Pool and Llanfair Light Railway in the UK, will be a star guest at the festival organised by the Taiwan Sugar Corporation. The theme of this year's festival is Taiwan and British Railway Culture Exchange. Dougal was built in 1946 for Gasworks in Glasgow. The Welshpool and Llanfair Railway bought the locomotive in 1969 as a tourist attraction. Dougal was introduced to the public at a sugar mill on Friday. The locomotive is still in working order, though it has not run on its home railway since 2013. The engine will be in Taiwan for six months, a great opportunity for train buffs. Taiwanese filmmaker Mag Xu has been nominated for Best New Director at the Golden Horse Awards, the Chinese-language Oscars. Xu is the director of Dear X, his first feature film. The comedy tells the story of a woman who discovers that her late husband has left an insurance payout to his same-sex lover. Dear X has also been nominated for Best Film, with the male and female leads also securing nominations in their respective categories. A number of challenges accompanied the film's production. Xu's wife gave birth during the shoot, and he had to leave the crew to shoot a commercial in order to make ends meet. The film's writer and co-director Xu Yuting helped him out financially to ensure production could continue. Xu said he has learned a lot from the experience and that he will continue to work on telling stories through the visual medium. The 55th Golden Horse Awards will be held on November the 17th. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm Charlie Storer. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.